start loving the right way. But that information, as valuable as it has been to millions of my readers around the world, is incomplete without the material I've included here. Because if you're loving the wrong person, loving the right way won't make a difference. Whom you choose to love is as important as how you choose to love. The frightening truth is most people put more time and effort into deciding what kind of car or video player to buy than they do into deciding who to have a relationship with. Is it any wonder then that our relationships don't turn out the way we want them to? That our hopes and dreams turn into heartache, disappointment, and despair? Relationships are quite often affected by what I call the five deadly myths about love. Love myths are beliefs many of us have about love and romance that actually prevent us from making intelligent love choices. We develop these false notions about relationships from watching television and movies, reading romantic novels, and never being taught about love. Here are the five deadly myths about love. Number one, true love conquers all. Number two, if it's true love, I'll know it right away. Number three, there's only one true love for you out there. Number four, the perfect partner will fulfill you completely. And number five, powerful sexual chemistry must be love. Love myth number one is true love conquers all. Deep in our hearts, we all secretly believe this myth about love, that if we really love our partner, we'll be able to make the relationship work. No problem, no conflict, no set of circumstances is insurmountable if we just love enough. For example, if I love my partner enough, it won't matter that he drinks, or that he's a strict Catholic and I'm Jewish, or that he doesn't have a job and hasn't worked in two years, or that his family doesn't accept me. Here are some of the consequences of believing in love myth number one. First, you avoid facing your relationship problems or seeking solutions to those problems by telling yourself, if we love each other enough, none of these conflicts or personality differences will matter. Next, you stay in unloving and unfulfilling relationships, even when they're not working, by telling yourself, if I just love him more, he'll change. And finally, you beat yourself up emotionally when a relationship doesn't work, telling yourself, if only I had loved him or her more, I know I could have saved it. The love reality is that love is not enough to make a relationship work. Of course, love is the foundation for a good relationship, but if a relationship is going to survive and grow, it needs a lot more than love. It needs compatibility, and it needs commitment. The sad truth is, very few relationships end because the two partners do not love each other. They end because they're not compatible partners. I know this from my own painful experience in several of my past relationships. Like many people with the wrong partner, I attempted to make up for the lack of compatibility by trying extra hard and loving with added intensity. But in the end, we were not compatible enough to live peacefully and happily together. For years, I blamed myself. Now I know I was wrong. Differences do matter, sometimes enough just to make a relationship challenging, but often enough to make it unhealthy and unfulfilling. Love myth number two is, when it's really true love, you'll know at the moment you meet the other person. Love at first sight. I think we all secretly believe in love at first sight. I remember first hearing this myth when I was a young girl, and I longed to be swept away during a powerfully romantic moment in which I'd look into a man's eyes and know instantly, without a doubt, this was my lifelong soulmate. Well, you can call it love at first sight or instant chemistry, but the possible problems are the same if you believe in love myth number two. 
first, you dwell on the intense connection or chemistry and avoid examining the rest of the relationship. Second, if you're a love at first sight junkie, you get addicted to flashy beginnings and miss opportunities for real, lasting love. Love at first sight junkies often look for all the wrong qualities in a mate and overlook the right qualities. So just what is it you're feeling when you think it's love at first sight? It could be lust at first sight, raw sexual chemistry that you misinterpret as love. Or it could be infatuation with a person's image, profession, or looks. You're hooked on a fantasy. Here's the reality about love myth number two. It takes just a moment to experience infatuation, but true love takes time. I was a love at first sight junkie myself. The more infatuated I felt with someone, the more credibility I gave my feelings about him and my new relationship. Well, about four years ago, I was in the process of ending an extremely painful relationship with a man I'd loved for a long time. I was fortunate enough to have two best friends, both male, named Kevin and Jeffrey. Through their support, I found the courage to admit to myself that I wasn't getting what I wanted in my relationship and to face the fact that I needed to leave. During the many months over which I came to terms with my decision, Jeffrey and I became very close. We talked every day on the phone. We worked on many projects together. One evening, as Kevin, Jeffrey, and I were discussing some business, Kevin said, What's going on with the two of you? You look like you're in love. When we both insisted that we were just friends, Kevin smiled in disbelief and said, I'm going to leave you two alone for a minute to talk about it. And he left the room. For a moment, Jeffrey and I looked into each other's eyes, and then we both started to cry. Kevin had put something into words we'd both avoided talking about or even admitting to ourselves that we were indeed falling in love. And in that moment, I truly wanted to believe that my feelings for Jeffrey would fade because I couldn't totally accept the fact that I loved him. You see, like many love-at-first-sight junkies, I didn't trust my feelings for someone unless they hit me over the head. For the first time in my life, I had developed an emotional connection with a man based on friendship, trust, openness, safety, consistency, and true caring. And I hadn't even recognized it because it felt too peaceful to be love. For several months, I put poor Jeffrey through hell with my lack of certainty, and I even came close to losing him for good. It took me almost a year to let go of my love myth. That was four years ago. Looking back, I thank God that Jeffrey was so patient and that I didn't throw away the best thing that ever happened to me. Instead, I threw away that love myth that had gotten me into one dysfunctional relationship after another. Remember, Falling in love is the easy part, but building a healthy relationship takes hard work. Love myth number three. There is only one true love in the world who is right for you. This myth assumes that for each person in the world, there is one and only one right partner, and we need to find that person to be happy. When we're single, we walk through life scrutinizing each potential partner, cataloging every flaw as evidence that this is not the one. And when we're in a relationship, especially during the rough times, we secretly ask ourselves, I wonder if this person is really my perfect mate. Here are the consequences of believing love myth number three. First, you compare your partner to your fantasy picture of the one and miss out on appreciating their uniqueness. The one would be a better dancer. The one wouldn't be 10 pounds overweight. Second, it prevents you from being open to a new relationship after one has ended in pain. If you really believe in one true love and you lose that person through divorce or death, 
You're left facing the rest of your life with a lonely heart, sure that no one could replace your mate. The love reality for love myth number three is it's possible to experience true love with more than one person. There are many potential partners you can be happy with. I can't tell you there are X number of potential partners for each of us roaming the earth, but I do know the possibilities of your experiencing happiness and love are not limited to only one person. I know from my own experience that the human heart has a tremendous capacity for loving and that we limit the amount of love we allow ourselves to enjoy because of the love myths we believe. Love myth number four, the perfect partner will fulfill you in every way. Imagine sitting in a job interview for a position you're interested in. Could you tell me about the job? You ask the person who'd be hiring you to work for him. Basically, he says, I expect you to fulfill my every need. I expect you to know what I want, even when I don't tell you what I want. I want you to read my mind and know all of my secret expectations and deliver them. I want you to have the answers for me when I'm confused, cheer me up when I'm down, and make me love myself more when I don't feel confident. You will entertain me constantly so I never get bored, and enjoy all of my hobbies and interests so you can be the perfect companion. Well, I'm sure you agree these expectations are outlandish. No amount of money could tempt you to put yourself in such an impossible situation. But the truth is that many of us walk into relationships unconsciously expecting our partner to fulfill our every need. And when they don't, we become resentful and disillusioned. I call this setting someone up, especially because you yourself may be unconscious of what some of those needs are, and therefore you can't even articulate them to the person you love. Here's the truth about love myth number four. The right partner will fulfill many of your needs, but not all of them. It's important to distinguish between what you would like in a partner and what you really need in a partner. Love myth.